This is Sounds of Science. I'm John Sterling from Genetic Engineering and Biotechnology News. Bioengineers at the University of Maryland are using quantum dots to decipher what's needed to design specific and effective therapies for multiple sclerosis and other autoimmune diseases. In multiple sclerosis, an immune system incorrectly recognizes components of the central nervous system causing inflammation and destruction of myelin. That's the fatty substance that surrounds and protects nerve fibers. When this happens, nerve fibers and cells are damaged, leading to loss of motor function and other complications. Dr. Christopher Jewell, an assistant professor, served as principal investigator on the quantum dot study. So why were quantum dots chosen for research on autoimmune diseases like multiple sclerosis? If you have a therapeutic that you, you think might be a good candidate for multiple sclerosis treatments, should you put that on many different particles at a very low concentration? Or would it be better to put that therapeutic on a few particles at a very high concentration? What kind of immune cells would these interact with? So we really wanted to figure out a way that we could kind of tease out some of the questions. And quantum dots have a lot of those features. So quantum dots are very small nanoparticles. Um, the ones we're using are between 5 and 15 nanometers. And so they're very uniform compared to some of the technologies that are used more widely for making microparticles or nanoparticles. They're fluorescent, and so we can track them in tissue and in cells. We don't have to add other types of dyes or labels. They have this intrinsic characteristic where they fluoresce light at different colors that you can visualize. Are there any other advantages to using quantum dots? They also, in particular for what we were doing, they allow very flexible chemistry where we could display some of the molecules that are incorrectly recognized by the immune system during autoimmune diseases like multiple sclerosis at very controlled levels. And so we could make a, have a quantum dot that displays a little bit of these. Um, we were using peptides or a lot of those peptides, and we could do it in a very rigorous way where we actually know how many peptides are displayed on each quantum dot. And so that's, you know, that kind of precision is what we want to have to be able to investigate specific questions about the features that are useful for designing nanoparticles in treating a particular autoimmune disease. So, you know, sort of, they're uniform, they glow, and we could tune what they are presenting, and those were really the reasons. Recent studies focused on specific multiple sclerosis therapies have shown that the development of inflammation or tolerance against self-molecules is influenced by the concentration and form of antigens reaching the tissues that coordinate immune function. New research has also revealed that changing the way myelin is processed and presented to the immune system can drive tolerance instead of inflammation. Dr. Jewell was asked what findings his team has made so far in their quantum dot studies in animal models like mice. When we treated mice with quantum dots, the same number of dots, each animal, but we put different amounts of myelin on the dots, we saw that when there was more myelin that we had better control of disease. And so that sort of makes sense because we're increasing kind of the dose of the therapeutic quantum dots displaying this self-peptide. One of the more surprising things that's really cool is that when we then said, well, let's do it the other way. Let's fix the amount of myelin peptide, but we'll display it either on a few dots at a very high density. I mean, and by few, we're talking relative. We still have many, many dots. Or we'll display it on a larger number of dots, but at a lower density. But in both cases, the number of myelin peptides is the same. And there we found that it was actually better to display the self-peptides at a lower density but on more dots. So you kind of have like more distinct events or particles, 
And that gave us a much more effective tolerance than when we used fewer dots displaying higher densities. And so, you know, we're trying to work towards more rigorous kind of design rules that might be useful. Thanks for listening. For Genetic Engineering and Biotechnology News, I'm John Sterling.